0: Good morning everybody it's shay cormack here your friday night dm welcome to my podcast and i uh, hope you're uh, ready to listen to some content about writing hex crawls and running hex crawls for your DD crew uh, i mainly talk about uh, hex crawls in the uh, fifth edition context uh, so anyone who's trying to run a hex crawl in fifth edition listen in uh, because there's a lot of complications and subtleties uh, needed to kind of twist that system and change it a little bit so that it really fits into the osr hex crawl uh, ethos but before i get too deep into my topic which as a teaser i'm going to tell you truth tables truth tables and their use in dungeons that's what we're going to be talking about this morning but first i'm going to play my first ever call-in Hello Mr Cormac, Spike Pit here, been listening to your episodes on Spotify and I've got to say mate, I take my hat off to you, I think you've got some great content on there, I am surely surely going to be checking out your blog, I particularly enjoyed your recent episode talking about regional gazettas and yeah, hex crawls. I think they're awesome just keep up the good work I look, look forward to hearing what you have got coming in the future thank you Colin it's really great to have my very first call-in and f- from someone so distinguished as the spike pit uh, I've heard your voice many times I was kind of hoping my first ever call-in would be Jason Hobbs just joking Jason uh, I would have loved to hear from you Jason I'm sure I will um, pull your finger out and give me a ring. But Colin, back to you mate. Thanks so much uh, for your call in and your support um, of the ideas uh, that I'm talking about. I really am so excited to know that these ideas are getting spread beyond just the table of friends that I play with and I hope uh, there's some little gems in there that everyone can pick out and put into their own games. Uh, Maybe changing things up a little bit from how they've always been done. I think one of the excellent things about the OSR is even though we're pursuing an ethos or a style or an aesthetic of play uh, that comes from the past it's also about uh, picking up new ideas new mechanics new twists on old themes and updating and uh, reinvigorating uh, everything as as we go and so it's a great meltings and innovation so thanks for being part of that uh, melting pot uh, Colin I'd just like also to take this opportunity to shout out Anchor. If anyone's listening to this podcast and you're not familiar with the Anchor app, uh, let me tell you a little bit about it. The Anchor app is the app on my phone that I'm using right now to create this podcast. It's as simple as just pushing the record button, talking your head off for 10-15 minutes, and then pushing the publish button. But where the magic really resides is in the fact that you as a listener, if you're using the Anchor app on your phone, can press a little button on the screen, record a one-minute voice message and send it to me so that I can hear what you've got to say and potentially publish it as part of my episode just as I've as I've done with uh, Colin's uh, call It's a really fun way uh, to interact with the people uh, that you're listening to and uh, just create a dialogue. So uh, thanks so much, Anchor, for this really cool app. Truth tables, you might say. What is the difference between truth tables and uh, rumour tables? Well, it's pretty obvious in the title of it. There's no lies in a truth table. But there are some subtleties. A truth table is very much like a rumour table. It's full of adventure hooks and clues for the players. Um, But instead of putting outright disinformation in my tables, I put different points of view, as I talked about in the last in the last podcast there's different points of view on everything so to some people in the world the white dragon that's creating an unending winter um, is a horrible threat to their farming to their livelihood and to their very existence possibly to other people in the setting the white dragon is a um, harbinger of uh, peace and a new world order especially to those say mountain orcs who love to live in the snow and and it's their natural habitat and they just want more winter um, and more more snow because they love it so much. So you can have um, different points of view represented in the uh, rumour table or truth table as I'm trying to call it. And uh, one of the classic ones I use a lot is um, because there's kind of like a conflict between the settlers and the goblins the native um, people of the land there's different perspectives and there's a little bit of racism towards goblin expressed in some of the um, results on the truth table and there's also some support and and love for the goblins expressed in that table so when you meet someone when the characters meet an npc and they maybe have a chat with them and i say okay well you guys can roll on the truth table the characters will roll or i might roll for them and that npc might say to them something a lot something about goblins but it could be something quite racist and derogatory and like you know the goblins are stealing all our stuff someone should stop them but they might meet another npc further down the road and i roll on the the truth table and uh this person has a much better perspective on the goblins and he's really sorry for the damage they've done to the natural habitat and for pushing them out of the area really wishes there was some way that, it, that we could reconcile and live together peacefully and so a truth table has just got that subtle difference that there's no actually misleading falsehoods on there and the good thing about having no misleading falsehoods on there is it means um, you can use the table in different ways than just a rumor table and the main difference I think is that you can use it in a dungeon to provide clues. Now I've got to give a shout out right here. Uh, there's a great man, Hankerin Infernal, uh, who runs Runehammer Games. Uh, he produces a wonderful system called ICRPG. It's worth going and checking out his uh, YouTube channel and his website. He's actually got a free um, version of ICRPG, a basic uh, primer that you can get on DriveThruRPG. It's a really excellent, cut-down, fast and dirty um, D20 system um, with some really great innovations. And he's the progenitor of the idea of a truth table. And what you can do with a truth table in your dungeon is just as you might have in an old-school dungeon a wandering monster table for your dungeon. So whenever characters move into a new room, you might roll a 1D6 Uh, on a one or two there might be a monster in there and then you roll on a wandering monster table to see what kind of monster it is well having a truth table is very similar now players walk into a room um, there's a desk on the side of the wall and a bed this is someone's room well one of the players says I rifle through the desk looking for information now I ask them roll on the truth table they roll, get a result, I look on the truth table It's some lore about the white dragon that's been spreading uh, winter through the region, and I tell them a little bit of information. Or they're walking through a cavern, and there's a pillar uh, holding up the centre of the cavern, and one of the players says, "I go and uh, inspect the pillar to see if there's any um, markings and runes on it. I see if want to find if there's any information there." Well, to me, I've never, I didn't plan that. I'm just making up these one-page dungeons really quickly without going into too much detail. I didn't plan for there to be runes or writing on the column or for information to be provided to the players through that avenue, but because I've got a table available, it's easy. I say, roll on the table. They roll on the table, I look at the information, maybe I have to uh, change it a little bit in the way it's delivered to the players, uh, the way they decipher it, because I'm for first thing I might do is ask them to make a DC um, 12 arcana check or history check to see whether they can decipher the language that um, the information's written on. But if they succeed, they can have a truth, and so the players can start building up um, more of an idea about the world they're in uh, through these tables. And that's the key uh, lesson from, from this, is tables are so important to being able to play a game uh, that's quick and easy, but also flexible and allows you to just make things up on the fly. Because if you don't have anything to work with, if you've just turned up to the playing table on a Friday night with no preparation, no ideas, no clues, a blank slate, and you're just gonna try and wing it, it's gonna be really hard to collaborate with your players and uh, come up with new and exciting ideas just completely out of An empty void but if you've got some random tables that you can mix together and consult you can roll on those tables even if the result is just the seed of an idea that triggers your mind in a creative process that allows you to come up with something more interesting that's the purpose of the table because trying to create from a void from nothingness is very very difficult you give yourself a blank page with nothing on it and say to yourself you can write whatever you want you can draw whatever you want on this piece of paper that's a really big challenge Um, but if i gave you a blank piece of paper and we rolled on a d20 table and i gave you a one sentence primer um, there's a white dragon uh, mercilessly spreading winter through the land now write down a paragraph about something or draw a picture of something It's going to be a lot easier uh, creatively to take that seed of an idea and write about it or draw an image associated with it and it's going to be even easier to hear that story of the white dragon and then flesh it out you're like the white dragon is uh he hates the humans because they've hunted his kind to nearly to extinction and just last winter he saw his um, last child uh, killed by a hunting party of Supposed heroes, but really the dragon sees as murderers and so he doesn't care about the world anymore He's consumed with anger and so therefore he's going around <coughs> spreading winter and uh, Destroying the land so it's so easy to take uh, a little snippet of information and flesh it out So uh, I use truth tables in my dungeons. It's really easy It can take a dungeon from just being some kind of slog to kill monsters and find treasure so you want um you want the characters to be able to find information as well so they you need you're going to use in your dungeon random monster tables random loot tables random truth tables that's really what i wanted to talk about today keep the episode nice and short and keep it right on topic uh, i'd love some more call-ins especially call-ins that uh Might have questions or ideas for me to riff off because just like the creative process uh, can be helped with some random tables so my creative uh, process can be helped with some random input from uh, the OSR community. See you later guys. Just a quick postscript guys, I have added a link to my google drive in the show notes And uh, that might be a real quick and easy way for most of you just to access all of the tables and files that I am um, talking about. I've done this because I'm too lazy to write in my blog and link files there. But I thought it might be a lot easier for me and for you just to access my files directly. So if you're interested in some of the stuff I'm talking about, go to my show notes. You'll see a link to my Google Drive. Click on it and you should be able to access everything. If you have trouble with that, if there's some kind of issue that I'm, technical issue that I'm not aware of, send me a message and I'll fix it up or maybe I'll have to pull finger and start working on my blog a bit more. Cheers guys.